Welcome to the True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth Taylor. And I'm also your host, Alex Shapiro. This week, we are continuing our Build Your Skincare Routine series with my personal favorite step, exfoliation. So if you're just joining us on this series, we started back at episode 133, which is so insane. 133 episodes. We've been doing this for a long time, Shapiro. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Where we gave an overview of what a general skincare routine should look like, the different product categories, um, what each step accomplishes. And then we did deep dives into each step over the next few episodes just to show you step by step how to build your own skincare routine, starting with product layering in episode 134. We covered cleansers in episode 135. And then we discussed toners in episode 136. And today we're talking about exfoliating, which I'm really excited about. Exfoliating for me not to sound like cheesy or dramatic, but it really changed my skin, mm-hmm. especially when I was dealing with acne in my early 20s. I was exfoliating, but it turned out I wasn't exfoliating properly. And it's so confusing. And we're here to help make it less confusing because there are probably a million exfoliators out there now and multiple different types. So I'm excited to break it down. Yeah. Well, when I sat down to write this episode, I realized that this is more than just a step in your routine, but it's really an entire ingredient category. And we see it. We see some type of exfoliating ingredient in every step of our routine from cleanser to moisturizer. And as you just said, Alex, it really helps to treat almost every skin condition from acne to aging. So instead of really talking about this as a product category. We're really going to go over the three different types of exfoliation. Then we're also going to talk about the science behind why you need to be exfoliating because I'm positive that once you understand what is going on with your skin, and we've kind of covered this throughout, I think, probably every episode that we've ever done about you know skincare deep dives because it's really sort of the basis of treating skin, treating all different types of skin. So once you know what's going on with your skin, why you need to be exfoliating, regardless of what your skin condition or type is, I guarantee you're going to start doing at least one of the several types we're going to talk about. Um, And then we're also going to do a little breakdown of the different exfoliating ingredients so you know what your products are doing for you. So as you said, Alex, before, there's so many different product types, so many different marketing terms that are used to describe exfoliating. That's for sure going to be a part of this conversation, at least so that you know what you're doing, you know what products are going on to your skin. And like we always say, you really need to listen to what your skin is telling you, right? If you're doing something and it starts to irritate your skin, you need to pull back. Maybe you have an exfoliator, exfoliating ingredient in every step of your product. So we're just going to talk about some different marketing terms that you might not know um, could be contributing to any types of like skin irritation or anything. So before we talk about all of that, Shapiro, you haven't been here for a few weeks. First, you were sick and then you're on vacation. So how have you been? What's been going on? I've been good. Yeah, I was sick and I was really worried just selfishly that I wouldn't be able to go on this trip. So it was like a weird like two day kind of started on Sunday, lasted through like Tuesday night of just I think I might have had a fever now that I'm looking back on it. I did not take my temperature, but I woke up one night drenched in sweat and was just dead. I don't know. I was dead. I was so congested. I had a gross cough. I was sounded really nasally. I just sounded gross. And it was like so stressful having to 
tell clients, you know, I'm sick, like I can't take you because it's not like I could reschedule them to the next week because I was going to be away. I was stressing, but it all worked out and I started to feel better a couple of days before my trip. And I went to St. John in the Virgin Islands and it was beautiful. And yeah, that's kind of it. You're barely back from like being on island time. I can still hear the slowness in your voice. Yeah, I've definitely been just like, la, la, la. At least five times a day, I think about like a boat ride and drinking painkillers. <laughs> because that's like the biggest drink in the Virgin Islands. That's hilarious. We took a boat ride one day to go to different islands in the British Virgin Islands. Mm -hmm. And we went to this bar called the Soggy Dollar. And that's where apparently the painkiller was invented in the 70s. <laughs> and hilariously this bar had a webcam so I texted Lacey and I was like so first of all I didn't have my phone I had left it on the boat and you have to swim to shore from the boat so I didn't bring my phone but Kyle's mom's friend brought hers and I know Lacey's number off the top of my head because she's had the same number since middle school and I texted her and I was like if you're near your phone google the soggy dollar and go to the webcam and she did and she could just see me on this island in a bikini <laughs> drinking a painkiller <laughs> It was so funny for whatever reason. That's I'm glad so you think strange, it's funny because it's really it's weird. So it's like, why it's, is there a webcam? I guess that's what it's for is to be like, hey, like, go see me. So it's me and Kyle's aunt just waving, looking so really funny. excited. Yeah. Uh, that was like a highlight. It was really fun and um, had a crazy boat ride. It was really windy that day. I was like, I hope I live <laughs> to <laughs> make it back home. Shapiro, you're hilarious. But it was really fun. I will say I was really good with my sunscreen, but I was slacking with my skincare routine and my skin. You could tell. Also, I was drinking and not taking care of my skin. Booze will make you look not great real fast. Yeah. I wasn't looking hot. But you were resting and you're on vacation. And I was wearing a hat and sunglasses, protecting myself from the sun and also protecting anyone from seeing how bad I looked. <laughs> so it worked. But you were gone for a while. It was like a full week. And then I had Saturday off, which was really nice because I was kind of exhausted. <laughs> <laughs> we just did a lot. That's like great. being in the sun all day just like kicks your ass. I'm like, it was so tiring. I was on a boat all day. <laughs> no, I'm like, all right, that's enough about you. But it really was. <laughs> you feel like you're like having heat stroke. <laughs> um, but how how has life been for you the last couple of weeks? Um, life's been good. I've just been hanging with my homies. It's been a lot of fun. Today is Valentine's Day, and I have my two homegirls coming over, Chelsea and Adina. And um, we celebrated New Year's Eve together, just the three of us. And we so all, cute. yeah, we all agreed that it was probably our best New Year's Eve ever because we just like hung out and just, you know, had like a cute girls' night, had fun, had a dance party, drank champagne, just like had a really great time. And so um, we're gonna do the same thing today. So I'm excited after this. Yeah, I'm gonna have a little girls' night in for Valentine's Day. So that's I'm looking so nice. To it. Mm -hmm. That's nice that they also both like each other. It's nice when friends from different parts of your life get along. Oh, yeah. And not just get along, like love each other. It's true. It was pretty much immediate. Like Adina walked in. Well, first, Chelsea was very hesitant. She was like, who's this girl coming over? Also, a group of three can be tough when you know both of them and they don't know each other. Well, you know me, dude. My ADD ass is just walking around like, are you okay? Are you okay? Do you need anything? Should I change the light? Like, <laughs> Is the lighting okay? You know, so they're taking care of each other. I'm like just being my weird self. <laughs> it works out really well, actually. Um, but no, it's going to be a lot of fun. 
at first I was like, okay, we're going to get champagne. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And then I was like, girl, do you really need to spend money on champagne? Probably not. Maybe don't do that. But then I was just thinking about it and it's like, but why not? Do you know what I mean? Like, listen, bottle of Corbell is like 15 bucks. No, girl, I'm going for the Vouv. You know me. This is what I'm saying because it's delish. But it's also just like, this is why you work so. It's what I was just saying to you about like taking time off. This is why we work hard so that we can have bottles of Vouv when we want it. You know, this is, you know, I was telling my sister the other day that I shouldn't even say it, but my girl Christy got his tickets to Beyonce. I'm so excited. (gasps) They're not cheap. But they're not $8,000. You can't tell people that they're going to come for you. They're not going to come for me. They can get their own tickets. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like they're here in come my home. steal them in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah, you got physical tickets like it's 1995. Right, exactly. But um, and my sister was like, oh my God, I could never spend that much. And I was like, girl, this is why I don't have kids. And so this is what I have to remind exactly. myself. is like, you don't have kids so that you can drink champagne and see Beyonce. <laughs> and that sounds so bougie. But you know what? Maybe one day we'll have kids. And that's why I have to do this shit now. I 1000% agree. Um, a friend of Kyle and I had kind of made a comment like, oh, you're going away again? And I'm like, yeah, I didn't go out at all for the entire month of January so that I could do this again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's yeah. worth it to me. And it's why I work until midnight every night. Yes, I was going to say that's not true, but it's true. At least, at least midnight every night. What am I saying? And so, yeah, I don't know. Just feeling good about, um, yeah, just feeling good about life. You know, working hard. Trying to play a little bit. You know me, it's not easy. I know, but you gotta. You gotta. Look at us. You're going to the islands. That's why we do this. We want to help people's skin, but also like... We want to live lives that we love. Have a good life. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. If you find value in our show, (laughs) please do us a favor and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We love you beauty baddies. I stay in the beauty baddie community hard and we want to continue to grow our community. And weirdly enough, a five-star review is a way to make that happen. We only like five-star reviews. (laughs) Of course we only like five-star reviews only. Please. (laughs) Well, we talked about this before, but it's funny when someone like raves about us but then gives four stars. I know. It's like, what do you got to do to get a five? Damn. Got to do a little jig. Got to (laughs) like... Anyway, lately, the first segment of the show has been dedicated to inducting heroes into the Beauty Baddie Hall of Fame. But today we have a Beauty Baddie moment of the week sent in by one of our listeners. And I'm so excited to read this and share it with everyone. Greetings, ladies. Thank you so much for the great podcast. I've struggled with my skin since I was 12 years old and I'm 24 now. So over half my life, I've always had bad skin trying to reframe that. No part of my body or anyone's body is bad. That's right. That's right, girl. I've always had painful cystic breakouts and it's been awful for my self-esteem. I can recite word for word every comment that anyone has said about my skin. Mm -hmm. I've always taken it so personally and internalized it. Of course, it's your face and people making negative comments about your face. It's it's tough. I felt like in college when everyone's skin was clearing up, mine was getting worse. I've tried a million products, nothing has worked long term, and I had only gotten to a point where I found products that just wouldn't make my acne worse, and that was my standard for a good product. I have been there. I've been there. Constantly being on damage control, always SPF to prevent scarring folks, has worn me down and again been sucky for my self-esteem. I'm deployed in Iraq now, and I was visiting the clinic for my flu shot in November, and I decided to advocate for myself and ask for prescription treatments for my acne. 
I was given tretinoin and strict instructions for use, and I've been on it almost three months now. The purge stage is definitely real, but I've seen definite decrease in breakouts, and the breakouts I do get resolve way faster with less scarring. And having the purge stage while I'm deployed and not attending events or going out with friends is convenient. (laughs) The journey is far from over, and I know I'll always have problematic skin, but I finally feel like I have some control and my confidence is coming back. Yay for science, yay for medicine, yay for advocating for myself. Even though acne isn't life-threatening, it's a valid medical concern that no one should hold shame over. Your words have definitely given me the confidence to not only rock what I have, but feel powerful enough to take control back. Love you, ladies, and all you stand for. That's so nice. This is so nice. I started crying when this letter came in. I I just love everything about this. I love that you went on this journey to self-discovery and, you know, learning to advocate for yourself. You said it perfectly. Advocate for yourself and ask for what you want and know that you deserve happiness. Happiness, however that looks. And working towards loving yourself regardless. Because even if this didn't work, we're still here, right? We're still on this earth and we still have to love ourselves so that we can live a happy, fulfilling life. And you are a badass. Serving our country. Deployed in Iraq. Like, so incredible in every sense of the way. Thank you so much for writing to us. Thank you for your service. Just thank you. Thank you for listening. This really made my day. I started crying like a baby when this letter came in and I couldn't wait for you to read it, Alex. It's a great letter. And you know, yeah, acne isn't life-threatening, but it should be looked at more as a medical situation and not just a cosmetic situation because number one a lot of times it is representing something that is going on internally and number two because the way you feel when you have like an internal illness compared to how you feel when like emotionally from people I don't know talking smack about your skin the fact that she could like remember every time someone had said something negative like that to me is definitely I don't know I just think I think what you're trying to say is that mental health is healthcare. Mental yes. health is health. Period. Yes. And and it affected you more than just physically, it also affected your mental health in ways that either way you sh- it should be treated as health. And we're both so proud of you obviously for seeing that and knowing that and for advocating for yourself and I don't want to say demanding, but demanding it. <laughs> you know, after, like cuz it kind of sounds like that, right? After years and years you had enough and you're just like, "Look, Tell me what I can do to make this better. (laughs) If not demanding it from the doctor, demanding it from yourself to resolve the situation. And yeah, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I'm very proud. And um, I know what it's like when I dealt with acne, people being like, oh, you should use such and such product. Like, do you you think I haven't tried that? Like, Mm -hmm. so weird. It's like when someone tells you, if someone comments, I don't know, oh, you have what's wrong with your lip or I don't know it's like do you think I didn't look in the mirror this morning like I know (laughs) you know it's different from telling somebody that that there's like something in their teeth right it's like (laughs) I'm aware right it's like yes a dog bit my face and my lip is messed up you know I don't know yeah 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 no I think well you know I think that we're getting better and having conversations like this I think just makes space for understanding why you know it's like people didn't know that you don't touch a black woman's hair until like five years ago 
And there's yeah, plenty of people even. who still don't know that. Do you know what I'm saying? But it's because like you have these conversations. And so now somebody's going to learn you don't talk about somebody else's skin. <laughs> you know, like that's totally. their issue that they're going through. If you're not a professional, even if you're a professional, like not in, outside of your professional setting. Like, Also, I think this is a good reminder that if you are dealing with acne or another skin condition and nothing is working it's t- you have to consult a professional whether it's an esthetician a dermatologist this is like your sign yes agreed okay so with that let's take a quick break when we come back we're going to be talking about exfoliation yay There's no one-size-fits-all solution when it comes to hair care, and that's because your hair and your hair goals are completely unique. So I always struggle about how to stop breakage from my hair. I also really struggle with keeping my scalp super moisturized. And thanks to my personalized pros routine, I can honestly say I've never been more in love with my hair. Pros makes custom hair care that's effective makes it personal. Using natural ingredients with proven results, Pros customizes every product in your routine from shampoo to supplements. First, Pros starts by asking my hair goals, like how do I increase my length? How do I stop breakage? And how do I increase the moisture to my hair? How do I increase the moisture to my scalp? Their in-depth consultation also asks about you as a person. Pros ask me really unexpected things like what my curl type is. They ask what time of year it is where I'm living and also what my zip code is. Next, pros analyze all my answers and handpicked clean ingredients to help me reach my hair goals. So pros sent me a gorgeous hair oil, which I absolutely loved. It was like getting a gift in the mail. And I also got these incredible supplements. And y'all know that I'm a supplement pusher. I love supplements. It's really helped me with having my hair increase in length for sure. And also using the hair oil, my scalp itself feels so much more nourished and my hair feels really beautiful and shiny. As a carbon neutral certified B Corp, pros is an industry leader in clean and responsible beauty. All their ingredients are sustainably sourced, ethically gathered, and cruelty-free. They're also the first custom beauty brand to go carbon neutral. If you're not 100% positive Pros is the best hair care you've had, they'll take the products back, no questions asked. Pros is the key to achieving all your hair goals this year. Take your free in-depth hair consultation and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash truebeauty. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash True Beauty for your free in-depth hair consultation and 15% off. All right, let's talk about the keratinization cycle. Because I feel like, not even I feel like, I know that exfoliation is the one thing that people either aren't doing or they're doing too much of, and nobody knows why they should or shouldn't be doing it. They just know that it's something that is there, it's in the step, it seems to be in every ingredient, everybody's saying, lactic, glycolic, I should do this, so I'm doing it. But I'd like to go over our skin's cellular rejuvenation cycle, which is going to give you a lot of insight as to why we want to do all of the different forms of exfoliation that we're going to speak about next. So our skin, as we spoke about back at a few episodes, we have a few different layers of the skin, right? We have the epidermis, we have the dermis, and we have the subcutaneous, which is like the fatty tissue layer. And so the epidermis is the layer that's closest to the skin's surface, what we see. Within there, there's five different layers. And so 
brand new skin cells are made all the way at the bottom of the epidermis. And over 28 to 42 days, your skin cells are slowly moving through the five layers of the epidermis until they reach the top, which is what we see on the surface of our skin. As they are going through the five different layers, they're slowly keratinizing, which means that they're slowly flattening out and dying. Once they reach the surface of our skin, our skin naturally is going to desquamate, which means our skin naturally gets rid of those dead skin cells. I love that word so much. Desquamation? I know, it's a good one. So why do we want to exfoliate, right? If our body is naturally doing this already for us, if it's naturally exfoliating, why are we so obsessed about exfoliation? Because as we age, this process begins to slow down. So uh, as we age and we go from uh, 20s to our 30s to our 40s, this process slows down from 28 days to 38 days to 48 days, the process of desquamation. But the process of cellular rejuvenation, by and large, is going to remain the same. So if the rate at which you're creating new skin cells stays the same, but the rate at which your body is getting rid of the dead skin cells slows down, that means that you're going to start to have a thickening of skin. That means that the platelets are going to start to build up on top of each other, which is going to lead to dryness. This is going to lead to dullness. This can lead to things getting trapped underneath your skin, such as oil, sebum, dirt, bacteria, all these different things, right? So the other part of that cycle, I should mention, is if you have um, a skin condition and that cycle is going too fast, right? So that's when we see like skin conditions like psoriasis and you start to see these platelets that are building up because your skin's creating too many skin cells too quickly. So that's just an example of the different ways that your skin cell rate and keratinization uh, cycle can affect a couple of different skin types from sensitized skin, like psoriasis, like I just mentioned, to aging skin, which is when it's going to look a little bit duller, maybe less bright, to dry skin, where you're not getting enough moisture that can go through that top skin layer into your epidermis. So you're constantly just feeling like dehydrated, dry, etc. So I think this is part of the confusion of exfoliation is that there's different kinds. Whereas I feel like for a long time, or maybe it was just like when we were young, when we thought of exfoliation, we thought of scrubbing our skin. Like maybe it was because of St. Ives. Mm-hmm. Not knowing that like using things like Stridex pads, like that was all exfoliation. Um, So there's three different kinds. There's physical exfoliation, which is a scrub. And... Then there's enzymatic exfoliation, which I love because I feel like most people can tolerate it. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be your different uh, fruit enzymes like pineapple, papaya, pumpkin. And I feel like people don't always understand, again, like clients who come in using 10 different exfoliating products because they didn't know that that product they have with pumpkin is exfoliating them. Mm-hmm. And then they're putting their retinol on and it's irritating because it's just so much exfoliation. Then there's chemical, which includes alpha hydroxy acids and beta hydroxy acids. So the alpha hydroxy acids, also known as AHAs, include lactic, glycolic, malic, mandelic, and tartaric. And the BHAs, the beta hydroxy acids, are is salicylic. And that's derived from aspirin. But I did, I think I told you I used to make a mask out of aspirin. Mm-hmm. Did I tell whenever you about that? 
Yeah, when, if you had a little pimple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had no money, but it worked. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I recommend. I'm not saying right. I recommend it. But yeah, so physical, enzymatic, and chemical exfoliation—they all break down dead skin, debris, dirt, oil, but just in different ways. And depending on your skin type and any conditions, that's what will determine which exfoliation is right for you. Yes. The other difference worth mentioning is that, as you said, Alex, the physical exfoliation is anything that you really have to move over your body. Like it doesn't work on its own. Right. So like you said, a scrub. And whenever I say that, people are like, say knives. No, do not use say knives. <laughs> the reason that we say not to use say knives isn't because a scrub in, its, in and of itself is bad. It's because that's made out of walnut shells, which is just too uh, large and tough on your skin and sharp. Oof. I can like feel that like right now, like stabbing you in the face, right? But that's why we say to use things like extra fine grit pumice powder, because it's still going to give you that really nice physical exfoliation, which is going to help you to just get rid of that extra uh, dead layer of skin that's just sitting on top or the coffee grounds or something like that. Then, as Alex mentioned, there's the enzymatic exfoliation, which we see a lot, especially because of like all natural skin care. And um, it comes from fruit enzymes, is derived from fruit enzymes. And that also is going to eat just the uppermost layer of dead skin, but it doesn't have to be, like it works on its own. You don't have to move it in order for it to work. Um, and so the biggest difference between the enzymatic exfoliation and the alpha hydroxy acids and B, uh, beta hydroxy acids is that yes, the AHAs and BHAs also are going to eat the dead skin, but they're actually gonna go even lower into your skin. They're actually gonna start to break apart this um, the stratum corneum. <laughs> so a little bit further down from just like the uppermost layer of skin. And they're also going to add different attributes to your skin conditions, right? So lactic acid, because it's actually within your skin's natural barrier, is great for your skin because it's going to help to add hydration rather than dehydrate your skin. As you were saying a couple of weeks ago, Alex, you are standing mandelic acid right now because it's really beautiful and brightening, but it's also really gentle. So you can use it on more delicate body parts than you could use, for example, glycolic acid, right? Or something along those lines. So yeah, I think that that's really cool. And alpha hydroxy acids are awesome because they do so much more than just work for your skin, right? Like I love the natural deodorants with alpha hydroxy acids because they help to kill the bacteria that are, are what lead to body odor. So they're kind of just magical. I wonder too, do you think it helps to lighten the skin under there? For sure, yeah. So I kind of wanted to talk about all the different ways that alpha hydroxy acids are used in skincare because these are actually used everywhere from cleansers to your toners to your masks to your serums and even your moisturizers so there's different alpha hydroxy acids that can be really sprinkled throughout all of your skincare uh, products and so first in terms of talking about why we love lactic acid. I'm just going to stand it for a little while longer. So exfoliation triggers your stem cells to produce more keratinocytes, right? To repopulate the epidermis, which is what we were just talking about. The cool thing about that is that in turn is going to stimulate fibroblasts, which 
we haven't really spoken too much about fibroblasts on the show, but the only way that your nat- your body naturally creates more collagen and elastin is through fibroblasts. And the only way that you can really create fibroblasts is by stimulating um, trauma because that's how your body creates the fibroblasts. It thinks that it's being traumatized. And so it sends out these signals to create new collagen and elastin. So one of the really cool things about lactic and glycolic is that using that in your skincare is actually going to trigger that system to go off. So it's going to help your skin naturally make more collagen and elastin. Dope. Did you know that, Shapiro? I did. You did? Mm-hmm. Tell us what else you know about alpha hydroxy acids. Um, well, I was just reading. Do you know Marie Veronique, the mm-hmm. skincare line? So she has a book about acne. And in it, was she talking about alpha hydroxy acids? I'm pretty sure. And I just happened to be reading it a couple days ago. And she was talking about how alpha hydroxy acids can help with acne, but they can also help to increase your collagen and elastin. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that makes I think it makes sense, you know. Mm-hmm. It's also I do feel, especially as a white woman, that my skin looks still pretty young in my mid 30s. I mean, it is young, but there's we know there are women in their 30s who already have advanced signs of aging. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was doing gentle, like lactic acid chemical peels starting in my early 20s. Mm. I think that that's just like really helped with my collagen and elastin production. So I love AHAs because I feel, and I know that people tend to go towards the BHAs for acne, but I find certain AHAs to work wonders for acne, especially if you're kind of sensitive because salicylic can sometimes be a little irritating depending Mm -hmm. on your skin Mm -hmm. and what else you're using. But I just feel like when you use a lactic acid product on someone in a facial or if you recommend for them to use it at home, it almost instantly makes their skin look great. And I feel like that's the magic of an alpha hydroxy acid is that it's pretty immediate that you see things looking good. Um, not saying that if you have acne, it's going to go away the next day, but your skin will definitely look brighter. It definitely will feel smoother. I can almost guarantee that. Mm-hmm. They're kind of magical. For sure. BHAs are great because they can cut through oil. Like they can cut through sebum, which as we were speaking about in one of the other episodes, a lot of products can't, which is why you use something to, you know, like a toner or something to bring your pH down. But that's why BHAs are great, because especially if you have oilier skin, it's really going to help to cut through that sebum. Um, But if you have acneic skin and dry skin, as you were just saying, Alex, it can be a little bit too drying in which it would be great to use lactic acid um, because it's still going to help with, uh, you know, antibacterial it's antibacterial nature it's going to help with breaking down that skin the keratinocytes um, and it's also going to be nice and brightening yeah lactic acid is awesome it's a good starter i mean i guess i usually start people with like the enzymatic but lactic is also a, a pretty good you know i think it also goes back to kind of what you had started talking about was depending on what kind of product you're using mm-hmm Yes. Where in the regimen is this going? And also, what are your skincare concerns and what are your skin conditions? Right. So, you know, that's why we're telling you guys all the information so that you can make the decision on your own. But lactic acid is a game changer. I think it's a really easy first step into um, treating so many different skin types from aging to brightening, acne, as we just said, dryness even. The only skin type that I would say to be wary of is sensitive. But even that, I've got sensitive skin and I use so many different lactic acid products. But depending on what your sensitivity is, um, you know, just look into that. 
a little bit more. Maybe Mandelic for you. Or Mendelic, as Alex says. Mandelic. Mandelic. <laughs> cat, it's like Catlick. It's like Catlick. <laughs> it is. Okay. What else? Um, so talking about the different categories that you can find exfoliators in. So we mentioned how it could be found in your cleanser. Uh, there's lactic acid cleansers out there, glycolic acid. I feel like there are cleansers with all different kinds of things, but that's what you see the most of. And beta hydroxy acid cleansers, BHAs. And yeah, like a salicylic. That's also like kind of a good intro way to bring an exfoliating acid into your routine, mm-hmm. I would say. I agree. Especially for people who are low maintenance with their routine. Um, toners. When we had talked about toners, we talked about how a lot of toners these days have different acids in them. So especially looking for keywords like resurfacing or revitalize, like a lot of glow. times, yeah, glow. When a toner says things like that, there's probably an acid in there. Mm-hmm. So just be mindful of that. Um, but again, another like easy way to bring a gentle exfoliator into your, hopefully a gentle exfoliator into your routine. There are serums, same, like, I feel like there are serums that have the word glow in them mm-hmm. or regenerate, renew, stuff like that. And they don't always say on the front, like, 10% lactic acid, <laughs> but they'll have words like that. And that's how you'll know that it's an exfoliating serum. And moisturizers, there are moisturizers with different exfoliators in them. When I was dealing with acne in my early 20s, I used it was funny. I don't even know if they still make it, but it was a Walgreens brand 8% glycolic acid moisturizer. Wow. I know. And it was inexpensive, which is why I was buying it because I didn't have money. And it really helped my skin a lot. Wow. I was so worried about using too many products on my skin because of the acne mm-hmm. that I was like, okay, a moisturizer that will hydrate and has an acid seems like the way to go to keep mm-hmm. my routine pared down. And yeah, isn't that crazy? I wonder if they still make it. It was hard to find. I remember like searching so many Walgreens to find it. I learned about it on makeupalley.com. Wow. That's really interesting. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, your skin is way more resilient than mine is though. Your skin can handle things like that. Oh, yeah. I could use glycolic like five times a day and it would be fine. Right. (laughs) It was also 8%. Like it wasn't super strong. But also at that point, mind you, I had used other strong things. So my skin was pretty tolerant. Mm -hmm. But um, I liked that moisturizer too because it literally said on it, this is like glycolic. Mm. But this is why it's important to know ingredients and to be mindful when you buy a product. Exactly. Because if every step in your routine has a exfoliating ingredient in it, the opposite effect is going to happen in that you're going to uh, disturb your acid mantle. Yes. Your barrier function, your acid mantle, your barrier function. And you're going to see the reverse results in that you are going to be flaky or irritated or really red and you're not going to know why. And it's not necessarily your fault, but that's why we're having this conversation. So you know that these are the ingredients that are by and large throughout many different product lines and product categories these days. So just be aware. You know, I I use a lot of actives and a lot of um, AHAs. And so I'm not saying don't do it, throw everything away and start over or anything along those lines. I'm just saying to be aware of what you're using and listen to your skin and change it up if you need to or step back or pare down, as you just said, Alex, if you need to do the same. Yeah, like a client the other day texted me because she started using a retinol that I'd recommended and then 
decided to use some sort of exfoliator she had. And she's like, I used it on a night that I wasn't using the retinol, but my skin is like angry at me. And I was like, okay, don't forget that a retinol is increasing skin cell turnover. Mm-hmm. So you're already getting that. And she was, she just like missed this product that she used to use. She mm. was like, my skin was looking great. I don't know why I did it. And I'm like, it's okay. It will go away. You might've messed up your barrier a little bit. She was a little bumpy. I feel like a lot of people have impaired barriers these days. Well, we learned that any type of skin sensitivity really is due to an impaired barrier in one way or another. But you're right. A lot of people are accidentally impairing impairing their own, sensitizing themselves, right? It's not that they have sensitized skin. It's that they sensitized their skin accidentally. But yeah, I you know, it's not the end of the world. Your skin will repair itself. But that's kind of just how skincare is, especially when you're just kind of figuring it out on your own. Totally. And it's hard out there. There's so many products and so many lines and especially these days, like there's and also it depends on what your budget is. You know, not everybody. I mean, what's that line? Augustus Batar, $300 creams. Did you read that article? Did I send it that to it's you? Bo- yes. Yes, <gasps> exactly. So and so and then there's also products that are $30, right? So there's a huge range of products that are, and when I say thirty dollars, there's things that are three dollars, like the Walgreens eight percent wall, glycolic. Do you know? <laughs> there's just so many different products, and there's a there's something out there for everybody. And we talk about this all the time: is if we're going to be talking about you know the democracy of luxury and of skincare and of beauty, like there has to be accessibility. And so you know that's a large part of what we're doing is trying to just give you the power to have the access to these things, no matter what your budget is. I think that's also the plus of there being so many skincare products now is there's something for everyone of like every budget. Mm -hmm. And that's important. Not everyone. Well, that Augustus or whatever, Augustus Bader stuff. I feel like some people felt like they had to have it because it was like, oh, it's $200. It must be amazing. Girl, $300. $300 moisturizer. Insane. I'm not even interested in use. Okay, I am interested, but I'm not. I can I can tell you an entire skincare routine that you could do for that price or less. Of course, of course, a hundred percent. I was just talking to. I just had a virtual consultation today, and I every time I do them, like I feel not guilty, but I just I don't know what anybody's situation is coming in, and I would feel so bad giving somebody saying to go buy $500 worth of products and they're like, I have $50 in my bank account, <laughs> you know? So, and I know that that's real for a lot of people, especially in today's economy. So yeah, I get it, man. And we just want you guys to be beautiful <laughs> no matter what. <laughs> and, you know. I got to find out if the Walgreens glycolic acid still exists. Get on it, girl. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It was fine for my skin. I don't, There's you know. There's another one. That was in 1998. Today, in the year 2023, <laughs> there are many affordable glycolic or whatever treatments. I'm not pro, I'm not team glycolic the way that Alex is, but that's because I'm sensi skinned. Um, you know what, though? It also just shows how much has changed in le- with skincare in the last 10 to 15 years. Mm-hmm. Because, first of all, finding a over-the-counter glycolic product was not easy. There mm. weren't many. It's so crazy. Yeah, there was just proactive. Proactive was brand new when I was leaving high school. And I didn't even have acne then. I had acne like mid in my mid twenties. And even then, if I didn't go to beauty school, I don't I'd be listening to this podcast. That's what I'd be doing. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> 
<laughs> Me because too. Because there's so much to know. There's so much to know, and you don't know who to trust. Like you just, there's too much information, but not enough knowledge. But I think the way that we're breaking it down is perfect because we're just breaking it down by steps in a routine and ingredients. Mm-hmm. We're not saying you have to buy this one product, otherwise your skin is garbage, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is essentially what a lot of brands will do because they have to sell their product. Yes, of course. Okay, so beauty baddies, let us know what you think about this series so far. We really love hearing from you, obviously. We just like dedicated the whole first half to our our girl in Iraq that's killing it with her skincare and um, living her best life. And that's, I mean, that's really why we're here, to help everybody live their best life. And so we love to hear from you about... Oh, I want to say one thing. That, of course, you should always wear SPF, but especially if you're using exfoliating products, it's yes. really important because they will likely make your skin more sensitive to the sun. Yes. Notice that's the one product category where there are not uh, alpha hydroxy acids. That would be such a weird <laughs> exfoliating SPF. You can DM or email us your listener letters and your beauty baddie moments of the week on Instagram at True Beauty Broken Podcast. Or True Beauty Brooklyn Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow our personal Instagram accounts. I'm at Alex Lindley. I'm at the Brown Elizabeth Taylor. And I've actually been releasing our my little skincare routine videos, my reels. They were so cute. I need to there's rewatch the, no, them. No, there's more. It's not over. I just have been holding back so that I can re- release them as we do the episode. But I love, Each I episode. wasn't getting good service when I was away because you had tagged me in them so I feel like I need to rewatch them with like without it lagging you know what it looks like it's me in a robe washing my face (laughs) you've seen this you've seen this you know what it looks like you can make an in-person appointment or a virtual appointment at truebeautybrooklyn.com to hang with me Elizabeth and you can make an in-person appointment with Alex at cheekybrooklyn.com and that's it we'll see you next week Bye. bye The True Beauty Brooklyn podcast is produced by BetaWave and Elizabeth Taylor and is mixed by BetaWave. Follow us on Instagram at True Beauty Brooklyn podcast. And if you'd like to further support the show, consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.